Everyone, welcome back. Season two, episode one of the Better Than the League podcast. Sorry it took so long, but sometimes you got to wait for the greatest things to happen. That is what we're doing today. I have Ben Williams and Michael with me. Uh, Dave was not able to make it tonight, so we're going to jump straight into it. It's 9.15 on a Wednesday evening. I go to bed at 10, so we got to crank this thing out. And what's crazy enough is we've already hit the 20% mark. I'm saying 20% because, you know, 14, we have an extra week of this season. So 14 weeks of regular season, we're about at that 20% mark. And so we're doing superlatives. Big surprise, biggest disappointment, most underrated, most overrated. So we're going to start with Ben. Let's go over that list. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start on a positive note and say the biggest surprise to me this year is the boys to men team. So Tommy Schultz is notorious for having, uh, let's just say, a bottom-tier roster, to put it nicely. Um, And this year, I mean, he drafted really well. He came out and surprised everybody with a really strong roster, and, you know, his record reflects that. So he he definitely was my biggest surprise. To swing to the other side of that, the biggest disappointment, unfortunately, I think it has to be – show pigs and granted this is based off of record and i still think at the end based on jake's roster he'll he'll be okay um i don't expect him to finish necessarily at the bottom but starting off 0-3 based on how he's done in previous seasons where he usually comes out to a hot start i think that that was a little disappointing for everyone i'm sure jake would agree with that as well my most underrated team they've been sweeping the leg all season I'm going to have to go with the Cobra Kai. His his record sitting at one and two, I don't think reflects how good his roster is. Um, I think he's had some tough matchups, but I think the Cobra Kai are built pretty well, and I expect big things from him this season. And finally, my most overrated team sitting at two and one. Hate to do this to you, Gruber, but I've got to say the Naples Nighthawks. I mean, if you look at the amount of points you've scored compared to all the other two and one teams, uh, it's by far the lowest. It's actually second lowest in the league. You've got great wide receivers, Gruber, but I think you've got some holes in that roster, and I don't think you're going to sustain that success, unfortunately. All right, Michael, let's dive over to your superlatives. Who do you have? All right, boys. The first biggest surprise, and you got to give it to the guy Ben pointed out, Tommy Schultz. What a what a roster he's put together here and and this year. And you know, Christian McCaffrey goes down, but I still think he can weather the storm. Uh, with David Montgomery, um, he, he can put up some points. Um, obviously, against the Cleveland Browns, he didn't. But you go through the roster, Travis Kelsky can have monster games. I, it's just it's deep, and uh, I'm sure the the guy for uh, Carolina will come back at some point. He's got Tom Brady leading it. I, they're off to a great start. So that's my biggest surprise, biggest disappointment. And um, that's going to go to the team from Boston and the baby Belugas. Remember what a force they were last year and just what the manager was able to put together, what Dave was able to do with his team. But with some questionable draft picks early and and some injuries, unfortunately, and with I think he's got four players total on IR. That's really hurting him right now. So that'd be the biggest disappointment. He's really going to have to work to find a way to uh, to put together some wins. I know he sits at one and two, but 
that one win came kind of as a gift. So he's really going to have to do some work going forward to see if he can turn it around. Uh, moving on over to the most underrated that goes to my opponent this week, uh, sitting on the podcast, Tommy Carter. It's uh, a scary matchup as I look and try to, you know, figure out what I can do. If I can make a trade before Sunday or do something, I've got some injuries this week going up against Tommy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think is, is finding his touch. You're not going to see Aaron Rodgers score uh, about one point probably ever again in his lifetime. So with Aaron Rodgers producing just enough, Tommy's Tommy's lineup's crazy. I know I sent a player over there in DeAndre Swift, and uh, he's the, I believe he's the top three running back. Uh, they're the most underrated for me. I think they're one and two, but uh, there's a lot of life in that roster, the way Mike uh, Williams is playing. Then most overrated. Most overrated is going to have to go to the team that's pulling, pulling, a, pulling a me. You know, switching his name to the bare ass bandits. I don't know if he wants to get smacked in the ass raw, raw side or what he wants to do, but uh, he, he switched his name up. Uh, they're, they're to me, they're two and one. They're the most overrated. I just question when I scroll through his lineup and I see Cordell Patterson as your RB2. Matt, you kidding me? Cordell Patterson, you need to do something <laughs> here with this roster. Okay. So they're the most. Um, overrated, and that's my list here. Matt Williams, please figure out your RB2. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow you up, ever. Your voice is so silky and so perfect for this, and then I speak, and it just uh, doesn't live up to the hype. But I'm going to yeah, go in. You got the hype. You know, commissioner, you got the I hype. on here. Biggest surprise to me is my opponent, Schultz Bitch, because – for the past two years, Michael has not made the playoffs. Michael has Schultz Bitch as his team name because obviously he came in last place. And the only win he had last year was against the Sons of Krypton. But they were the Big Blue 69ers at the time. So they were in last place. But I'm going to go with the Schultz Bitch as my big surprise. I think what Michael has done as a team management standpoint is just excellent. Thank you. I do appreciate DeAndre Swift. But you're... Your willingness to do whatever it takes to win this year, I think that's admirable. And I think that this roster sitting at 2-1 has yet to hit their ceiling, especially with the skill players like Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans. I think your shelf is pretty low and your ceiling is even higher. So big surprise is the Schultz bitch. Biggest disappointment. I've been saying it since year one. It's the Naples Nighthawks. I grew up with Alex my whole life. This man loves sports and like some chicken nuggets in the oven. Like that, that you put those two things together and he's a happy man. I just don't know how he can't put a roster together. That's like, it's two one. That's great. But it's 11th in scoring. We used to call him the Oracle back in high school. Where's the Oracle at? I expect perennial playoff contender. And I just don't see it from this roster. So biggest disappointment is the Naples Nighthawks. Back to my opponent for the most underrated. I think his roster, if you look, he's got a lot of wide receiver twos and threes in terms of overall scoring. But the names are there. The talent is there. I think this roster has a big chance to make a big jump going into the second stretch of the season. My most overrated is my first week loss is to the Frankfurt Folk. And the reason is he wouldn't have been on my list uh, if he sustained his week one scoring, but he hasn't. He's significantly decreased over the past two weeks. 
he's not getting the output that he wanted from Dak, and his running backs are really questionable, especially with Jonathan Taylor and Chase Edmonds. I like the roster overall, but, man, it's declining real fast. So that's for my most overrated, Frankfurt Folk. And we'll go straight into my second segment. It's about power rankings. Everyone loves my power rankings, I hope. I put a lot of effort into these, trying to make them as accurate as possible. But I'm not perfect. So we're going to have Ben and Michael dissect one team that they feel should be either higher or lower than what they are currently in my power rankings. So, Ben, let's start with you. Yeah, overall, I have to say I think you did a really good job. I tend to agree with the majority of what you have there. But if I have to pick some team that I think is out of place, I'm going to have to go with the noobs. I think they're slightly underrated. So they're they're labeled as six right now. I, I would move them up to five. Um, I think he's got a really good roster, and I think he he belongs in the top half of the power ranking. You know, that's a good segue because I would like to bring up the greatness that happened with the Gem City Ganuganugas. 13 straight victories, just an incredible feat. Just wanted to take time out of this podcast to say, Logan, congrats. It's going to be a record that will be standing for a very long time especially with how competitive our league is. We have no undefeated teams after week three. So to win 13 straight games, just remarkable. So Absolutely Logan, incredible. Congrats, man. All right, yep. Michael. Yep, tip my cap to you, Logan. Uh, that, that, that record will not be broken. Uh, there's just no way. The way we come to the table each week, uh, that, that was absolutely unbelievable. So, you know, they've been on them and groovy. You know what? You're my, uh, you're my uh, most... Uh, you know, a team that moves up. You're not moving up much, but I think you move up a spot, bud. Two and one, dude. You, you're two and one, and you found a way to win. I mean, the Bears, you know, they found a way to win in week two against the Bengals. You just find a way to win, dude. So I'm moving you up a spot, Groovy. Let's see what you can do this week, and uh, we'll, we'll get down to the predictions later on. Uh, you might have some good thoughts for myself. So I'm moving Groovy up a spot tonight. So we all loved what Michael did in week three. He took over for me, and let's start out by saying, if you guys want to take something off my plate, I'm all for it. I love delegation. Ben's my treasurer. That was something that I took off my plate. And Michael's taking on these weak picks, and I love it. He gives his charisma. You can feel his personality in last week. I loved the titles. So every week, we're going to have Michael on, and Michael's going to break down the games, and he's going to give us his predictions. So, Michael, let's run down the slate. Let's start with the motor boaters and Cobra Kai first. Who do you have? All right, Mo- motor boaters and Cobra Kai. Whoa, we got we got ourselves a matchup here, but I think there's a team that is surging. They are surging and coming in hot, and that's those motor boaters. I mean, they're they're, they're going to take this. I'm sorry, Brett, but this might be one of the biggest blowouts of the week for me. I think Justin Herbert, um, he's going to play the Raiders. And the Raiders have had a good season thus far. I think he he comes to the table, scores a bunch of points again, and one that sticks out, which I'm I'm just laughing about, and I look at it is Alvin Kamara against the New York Giants. That has a chance to be a thirty plus point game for Alvin Kamara. The New York Giants are awful, and I feel like the New Orleans Saints are going to go and uh, take on the Giants and come through. But there's one there's one position I really like, and he he. Led me to a championship on Brett's side is Kyler Murray. He had a down game last week. We'll see what he can do. But for the most part, I'm going – the motor boaters, they're the reason why they're up there and 
our power rankings, they're number one. They're they're not losing this week. They're going to three and one. Well, great prediction, and I would go with you uh, with the Meta Betters winning this game. Yeah, I, I hate to agree with both of you, but it's just not in the cards for you this week, Brett. I'm sorry, Motor Brothers. So that takes us to our next game. Big brotherly matchup. The first time they played this season, the next time they'll play is on Thanksgiving. And so when they're sitting across each other at the Thanksgiving table saying their thanks, there's going to be a little bit of hatred there, and I set it up on purpose. But let's talk about it right now. Nukes versus show picks. Whoa, this is what a matchup we got here because you've got Lowe going in one direction and Jake falling and he's about to fall off the cliff. What's going to happen with with those show pigs? And it it, it looks like Logan's going to go to a triumphant victory um, from what it looks like. But um, there's something that the show pigs did. Uh, You know, Ben Roethlisberger, he comes into the league 18 years ago. And you know what came into 18 years ago, the cicadas and the cicadas went back in the ground this year as they came out, went back in the ground. He put Ben Roethlisberger in the ground. So, you know what? Jake is done with the Steelers. He's done with Ben Roethlisberger. He's focused on fantasy. He's the damn show pigs. He's going to get a victory this week. Jake's going to one and three. He's too good of a manager. Uh, to not get a win this early. Certainly not going to pull me. He's going to one and three. And Logan, you've never seen two losses in a long time, buddy. You're going to fall to two and two, unfortunately. You're facing Jake at the wrong time. I just feel the older Coy is going to come through this week after a tough loss last week. Wow, picking the upset. Um, Upset. All right, well. I, I want to pick the show picks because I, I agree. I think their roster is too good to be winless up to this point. But I don't know. Jalen Hurts didn't impress me last week. And I'm a little nervous about him going up against Kansas City. So even though I think I, – I hope I'm wrong, Jake. I hope you get your first win. But I, I'm going to have to roll with the noobs on this one. Hey, Jake, congrats on the child. Congrats on your week four victory. I got the show pigs getting their first win of the season and the nukes start their two and two slide. So our third game, my most overrated Frankfurt folk against our podcast host, the sons of Krypton. Well, here we go. We got Ben and the Frankfurt folk. And as Tommy stated earlier, the folk came out hot there in week one and uh, we're scoring. And I think Ben's been, he's been in these games and had, had some tough losses thus far. So as I, as I go through the matchup, I think Kirk Cousins um, and that Minnesota offense, they're, they're one and two, but they put up points every single game. It's going to be tough against Cleveland I, um, to run the football. So I think we're going to see Kirk throw it. You've got Dak Prescott against uh, Carolina. That could be a wash there. Yeah. It just, I think that um, Derrick Henry is going to have a bigger game overall than Taylor going forward. And, Jamar Chase tomorrow with T. Higgins being out, he could he could have another monster game. And and I think that's where it separates it with Chase Samuel and Kyle Pitts going against uh, Chris Godwin. Keenan Allen, they've got some tough matchups going back to New England as Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. So Mike Evans has been seeing a fair share of the targets the last two games. It could switch, but to break it down, it's going to be a close one. Going to be close, but I think those Savannah Sons of Krypton get the two and two and the Frankfurt folk drop another one. 
Well, I love to hear that, Michael, and I tend to agree with you. Um, I, I will never vote against myself. Uh, I will say I am a little nervous about this week. I think Eric's got a pretty solid roster, and I know his teams are always capable of going on an offensive explosion. I just – the thing that helps me settle in is, like you said, the matchups. You know, Dak Prescott's going up against Carolina, who's got arguably the best defense in the league, and – I think I have a lot of favorable matchups on my side. So I think it'll be close, but I think I think I'm gonna end up pulling this one out. The folk have a better roster at this moment than the Sons of Krypton. Krypton's been dealing with a ton of injuries. You know, you wouldn't expect that out of Superman, but here we are. But the matchups are just too sweet for the Sons of Krypton. You have Derrick Henry against the New York Jets. That could be a forty plus game. And Dak versus Carolina. Carolina is one of the top defenses in the league right now. I just don't see, even with a better roster, I don't see the folk overcoming these matchups. I'm going with the Kryptons. All right. We talked about them a lot early on in the show. Boys to men versus the baby belugas. Break it down, Michael. Well, here we go. It's It looks a, a lot closer on paper right now. I don't know if... Um, Tommy Schultz, hopefully he's not on a ski mountain or something. Um, maybe he'll sub out Christian McCaffrey because he's not going to play this week. So I expect him to sub in someone to, in his spot there uh, going forward as we get closer to the weekend. But it's just, I mean, Dave got him a nice victory last week. It's not going to happen. I mean, it, the, the roster is just so advantageous with great talent, superstar type players on Tommy Schultz's side and, and uh, the goats going back to New England. You think he's going to fail? Let's be honest. He's not going to. And I think Tommy Schultz gets the three and one and, and takes a nice lead in our division. Yeah. Uh, not much to say on this one. Boys to men. They win. You can't be starting Kenyon Drake as your RB two and expect to win many games. I'm going with boys to men three and one. All right. We have the team that keeps changing their name for some reason. The Peach Fuzz Booties versus the Nighthawks. Break it down. There we go. The, the little booties coming coming to work against the uh, <laughs> Naples Nighthawks. And, you know, Gro Groovy moves up a spot. And uh, I look at this and I'm like, oh, Josh Allen against the Houston Texans. Gibson against uh, – Against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Cordell Patterson. I mean, that's a joke. You might get two points from him, but you know you, you're still going to win this game. Devonte Adams is going to have a game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he, I mean, Joe Mixon could have a game on Groovy's side, but it's it's just Matt. Keep the name or do something. I don't know if you're going to keep your name next week, but you're going to be three and one. Um, you're going to beat the Nighthawks, even though Groovy. Come to play, find a way, but I just can't. I can't. I can't pick you with these matchups this week. It's looking way one-sided. Yeah, I I think this is going to be the closest game of the week. It it should be a really good matchup, but to me, I think the difference is going to be Josh Allen versus Houston. I think he's going to outscore Matt Stafford, and I think that's going to end up being the difference. So uh, I think the assless chaps will win. Gruber. I want to pull for you here, man, but the matchups are just not good. And you're so close. You're just, you know, you're withholding until you can get Michael Thomas back. 
And once you get Michael Thomas back, I think you can make a push. And for all the shit that the Crescent Moon ass said to me over the week, I don't want to pull for him. I don't. But I think he's going to win this week. The Dukies win, unfortunately. Yeah, and another thing he's got is Tyler Boyd. You know, he's going to get a, a plenty of full share of targets with T. Higgins out. And, that's, and he's sitting down at the flex spot. So Matt could potentially put up the most points this week, even though he's the uh, most overrated team for me. He could. Which brings us to our final matchup, which will be broken down by Ben instead of Michael or myself. Because obviously we have to pick ourselves to win. Because if you don't believe in your own roster, the roster won't believe in you and they won't win. So, Ben, break us down for the final game of the week. All right. We've got my two co-hosts facing off. We have the Cincinnati Swolstice versus Schultz's Bitch. And I think the thing that stands out the most on this matchup is we've got the top two quarterbacks in the league facing off. You got Patrick Mahomes. Tommy, you're probably still salty. You don't have him, but he is actually on your bitches team. And Aaron Rodgers, who reigning MVP, everybody thought he didn't care. Turns out he's still really good at football, even though he did absolutely nothing in the offseason. So that quarterback storyline, I think, I think will be a big factor here. They both have pretty decent matchups. Uh, that Pittsburgh defense right now with TJ Watt out and some other injuries, they're, they're not quite as stout. And you got Patty Mahomes going up against Philly. I, I think both both will play pretty well. The the running backs are very interesting because you've got Austin Eckler, who's been a top five running back this season. And all I keep hearing is DeAndre Swift is about to go off. So I, I really think Tommy's running backs are primed for a big day. And I just don't know about Dalvin Cook coming off of that injury. Um, that Minnesota offensive line is not very good, and Cleveland has a pretty stout defensive front. So uh, I, I definitely think the running back edge goes to Tommy. As far as wide receivers go, I mean, Stefan Diggs is incredible. I think Justin Jefferson's going to have a good day because I think they're going to be behind and they're going to have to probably throw the ball quite a bit against the Browns. Mike Williams has been going off. Mike Evans is boomer bust. So I think it's a really intriguing matchup, but I think it's going to come down to ultimately the matchups. And I think Tommy has slightly favorable matchups, and I'm going to give him the edge to beat the Schultz's bitch. And they will both be 2-2 two and two after this week. I have nothing but respect for my opponent because of the gift he gave me early in the season with DeAndre Swift being RB3. Overall, a first-round pick, and unfortunately Jarvis is on the IR, but a great business partner and a great friend. I got nothing harsh to say to you besides good luck, bitch. Hey, uh, you know, I got my – I had my work cut out for me last week against Jake, and I, you know, personally gave myself a very low chance of winning and, and pulled it out. And it's the same kind of story this week. But uh, I believe in my team. I believe in guys that are – you know, projected seven points and they come out with 22. You just never know. So, um, you know, T Higgins going down really hurts this roster for two straight weeks. So, well, best of luck to you. We'll see who comes out on top. But at the end of the day, the worst someone can be is 500 and it's early. 
what a league we have. What a league. Only one team without a win. No teams undefeated. It's the best league. That's why we call ourselves better than the league. Because we are. And that's a wrap. Season 2, Episode 1, Better Than the League Podcast. Gentlemen, thank you for being on. And I look forward to next week when we break down for Week 5. Peace.